Hello, it's Robert Bathurst here. I was one of the first guests on My Time Capsule, and Mike has asked me to tell you that you can now listen to the podcast ad-free by subscribing to Acast Plus. Details of how to join are in the description of each episode. Mike says it's very reasonably priced. In fact, Mike says it's a bargain. And who am I to disagree? Locked here in his cellar. Anyway, for a small subscription, Acast Plus, My Time Capsule, ad-free. Free. Unlike me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to My Time Capsule, the podcast where, normally, my guests tell me the five things from their life that they wish they had in a time capsule. However, this is a special preview episode of our exclusive Acast Plus bonus podcast, My Time Capsule, The Debrief, which is basically my son and producer John and I talking about the podcast and our guests and, in time, including bonus material from the podcast itself. Apologies to Acast Plus listeners who've already heard these episodes, but all future episodes will only be available for our Acast Plus subscribers. Now, that information is supposed to tempt you to follow the link in the description of this podcast to sign up. It's just £2.99 a month. And not only will you get a bonus podcast each week and the main podcast ad-free, but you'll also be supporting the podcast, helping us to keep making it, as all the money goes straight back into funding my time capsule. So... If you enjoy it, please consider signing up for more bonus episodes and My Time Capsule ad-free. Obviously, if this drive to get more subscribers results in our subscriber numbers going down, we've made a terrible mistake. Not for the first time, and almost certainly not the last. Anyway, we'll be back on Monday with a regular My Time Capsule episode. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy these. If you want to let us know what you think, then we're on social media and easily contacted. Be gentle. Bye. Hello, and welcome to My Time Capsule, The Debrief. I'm John Fenton Stevens, and I'm the producer of My Time Capsule, and now, apparently, the co-host of My Time Capsule, The Debrief. So, along with my dad, Mike, the host of My Time Capsule, we'll be releasing these bonus episodes exclusively for our Acast Plus subscribers. Thank you so much for your support. All the money raised from Acast Plus goes straight back into funding the podcast, and, as you'll hear in this episode, the ever-increasingly urgent need to upgrade some of our equipment. So, in these episodes, we'll be discussing the process 
of making my time capsule, behind the scenes info, possibly some unheard material from the main podcast, and anything else that springs to mind. This episode starts with Mike and me trying to sync our two separate recordings over Zoom. We hope you enjoy it. One, two, three. You gotta do it in time. You can't. You have to go one, two, three, clap. Okay. One, two, three, two, three. <laughs> All right. Well, it'll, that'll give us a rough idea. Of I, I never do that anyway. People say, do you want to clap? And I never do that. I always go, well, I, I'll listen to the conversation and I'll pick it up where we do it. Yeah, that's what I do as well. It's easy enough. Well, I suppose we ought to welcome people, really, and say this is our very first recording uh, for extras. The- this is our extras, John. The extra. Well, we what do we call it? We are we calling it my time capsule, the debrief. That was my idea before. <laughs> okay, my time capsule with no briefs. Yeah, yeah. We, we I don't know. Okay. I can't see your bottom half. We're doing this over Zoom. Who knows? I thought that was agreed. I thought we did it on the email. We were going to do this with no trousers no, on. The debrief. You've completely oh, right. misunderstood. Oh, not again. Oh, I'm so sorry. Not again. Okay, I'll, well, I'll, I'll try and not stand up during this recording. Please, please don't. <laughs> so I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, really, but I think we've got 300 episodes plus that we've done. To choose and, from. Uh, yeah, well, we, just, just... we thought as bonus material for our lovely Acast Plus subscribers, we thought we we'd... We love them. We'd create some well, bonus. You do. I do. I, I don't get any of the money. You hate them, don't you? you I do. That's I what you said. You said to yeah. me privately, I hate these people. Why do they do this? They think they own me for £2.99 a month. Yeah. And now we're giving them even more. <laughs> well, I think actually if anybody's going to do it, it is a, a real sign of a sort of a, a faith in the programme. And, you know, it's a real privilege, isn't it, that somebody says, well, I could get this for nothing, but I'm going to pay for something. And I don't think many people are going, you know, well, I'm going to pay for it so that I can get this without adverts because I just can't bear the adverts. I mean, that's yeah, that's nice. It's nice to have that. But I don't think it's essential. People are no. quite good at, at flicking through ads yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, people skip them anyway, don't they? You do it all the time. So, in fact, yeah. all this is, anybody who's actually signed up for Acast Plus, we have to say thank you because we know that they've done it because they like the programme enough that they want to contribute to it financially. Yeah, they want to support it. It's amazing. It's really generous, I think. It's a lovely thing to do. So um, we could almost name everybody because there are so few people who do it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but um, But that's fine. Yeah, which is really why we're doing this bonus thing because we think, well, actually, you are exclusive bunch, so let's you know break with the way we normally do it and talk about the programs ourselves and how we go about it, what we do, what we've enjoyed about it, what's difficult about it. So you actually know the whole, well, what we go through in order to do it, uh, which hopefully will make you pleased that you've given us a little bit of money to help. Thank you. And in mm. probably in a bit of a more relaxed style than the podcast is. It's the podcast is edited and there's the intro, which is a bit more formal, but this will be a bit more relaxed. It's just us chatting. Yeah, we've got better at editing, haven't we? I mean, when I first started, I did a bit of editing and you do most of the editing. You put the whole thing together, but I do a little bit of tidying up. Yeah. But I was quite pernickety when I started. I didn't, you know, I was taking out lots of ums and ers. And- yeah, we really wanted to make it as smooth as possible. And mm. uh but now, yeah, we are a bit more relaxed about the editing. But we like to edit it. Uh, some podcasts don't edit at all. 
But we like to, you know, if people make a mistake or if they get confused where they are or if, or if they're maybe nervous at the beginning and they're not speaking as fluently as they would usually. Yeah, that's just, it, that's an interesting point, really, because there are lots of episodes that we did to begin with where I spoke to people, some people, for, I would think, 45 minutes before we actually started. Yeah. And most of that then goes on the cutting room floor. Now, for lots of other podcasts, they would put those out. They would take that and just put it all out. Mm. But generally what I was trying to do was relax people. I was trying to get them used to the idea of talking to me about things so that by the time we got to the point of actually talking about the things that they were going to put in a time capsule, they were really at ease and therefore would do what they wanted to do. They didn't, you know, I didn't want people to mess it up really. No, but also be disappointed with it, you know? Yeah. But also, in any other format, if someone was going on a chat show on the television, for example, or on something like Desert Island Discs, you and, and just their general, if someone's on the television, people are edited. So it's yeah. sort of fair on them to put them out as people know them and to see them. Hardly anybody goes out unedited. Some, so sometimes when people come on and they may not be exactly how you know them on the telly. They might take long mm. pauses in between the way they speak and they're not... So to just put them out like that and then just to be completely different to how you know them, it doesn't sort of seem fair to me on them. No. It's only it's fair to put them out as how you would want to hear them. Yeah, yeah. And, and often when they're performing on shows, these are things that they've well rehearsed. They know exactly what they're going to say, so they are quite fluent in that sense. And, you know, even things like we had Lee Mack on, and he's one of the great improvisers of comedy. Hmm. He does it astonishingly well and with amazing ease and yet even still i mean i think when they do recordings of would i lie to you they will take you know several hours to record the program and it's yeah. a half hour program yeah so they've edited out an enormous amount exactly So yeah. even the greatest people the people with the fastest comedy brains and he i think is possibly the fastest comedy yeah. brains well they in do the country. i have heard them say that with him sometimes Obviously, that it is edited and they'll make it look a bit sharper, but sometimes that is just how sharp he is and how quick he is. I saw yeah. one the other day, he did a joke. Maybe this is an old joke, but I've never heard it. Someone was talking about having to go to hospital. And so he said, oh, where did you go to hospital? And they went, um, Brentford A&E. And he went, that's not how you spell Brentford. <laughs> it is immediately, maybe it was edited, but it was great. Yeah. Great line. Yeah, that's the sort of speed with which he sees a joke, I think. Yeah. That reminds me of the um, – Rory McGrath used to do a joke years ago, which was uh, – I've written this chorus, this tune. It's, um, it's quite – it goes, uh, goes C, D, E, C, D, F, G. Not great lyrics, but, you know, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Similar sort of joke. Yeah. But I think when you're in the world of writing jokes and you know jokes, you see those moments. You see them more quickly than other people. But – even people who do it for a living and even people who are constantly looking for a joke, and I think I probably said on the podcast a number of times that I think I am that sort of person, mm. you still are amazed when you hear people like him do it. Yeah, so quick. It's fantastic. But, I mean, as we were saying, it's, it's still, even still, I talked to him and there were bits of it because he's used to that process of, in a way, people tidying him up, where he talked for, you know, 10, 15 minutes about things and then went, well, that wasn't very interesting, was it, Mike? Anyway, let's talk about something else. And I thought, okay, well, I'll take that out. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair to mm. him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people are disappointed to hear that. Maybe they know. think that actually, I don't know. 
I don't know what people think we do with it. But it's not as if we're taking something that is rubbish and turning it into something that is brilliant by, you know, just moving the words around. No. That would take forever. You are still basically taking the essential thing, I think. You're just taking out the bits. Well, well, let's not do it with this episode. Let's not do it and Mm. let's see if people say, oh, my word, I had no idea you you were so useless at talking. Yeah, I know. That's what what will happen to you because uh, everyone thinks you're this amazing, fluent interviewer. Suddenly putting it out unedited, oh, dear. They'll really say the truth. Yes, we are recording this a day after Michael Parkinson died, and I was really complimented, but slightly embarrassed to be compared to him, where people said, well, you should get the job now, Mike. On Twitter, this was. This wasn't like the BBC News. Was it not? No. (laughs) Did they not ring my agent? Yeah, that's it. Well, I am disappointed then. Okay. Um, Yeah, on Twitter. but Still flattering. It is flattering, but it's not true. I'm nowhere near as skillful as him because all of his programmes were filmed in front of an audience and I think hardly edited at all. Probably. Mm. Yeah. Maybe not edited in the least. I don't know. Well, we are making this sound, you know, we are exaggerating with that, obviously, but we, we're making it sound a bit like we just completely rip everything out. But, yeah, no, we, we keep the basics there. But just if people make mistakes and if people make people a bit more fluent sometimes... We do edit it, but I think it's um I think it absolutely benefits from the edit. Sometimes I'll hear other podcasts which aren't edited, and people use mm. it as a badge of honor, unedited conversations, which has its own place and merit. But when I listen to them now, because I'm used to editing, I'm constantly going, Oh, I would have taken that out. Oh, I would have tidied that up. That would have <laughs> that joke would have been a lot better if they just skipped this bit or whatever. But also, on the other hand, when I listen to something like Desert Island Discs, I can hear the edits all the time. Now that I'm yeah. used to editing, I can hear them and mm-hmm. sort of ruin things for me. But yeah, there's yeah. a lot of editing on Desert Island Discs. I know that they record for a long time and they have to get it down to a lot. That's the thing about a radio show, though, is that they have a time limit. They have to fit it into a certain time. Well, we don't. Specific time as well. I mean, to the second almost. Yeah. That would be strange, wouldn't it? Because we can at least, if something is interesting and somebody's going on, we can just leave it. We can just let them talk, which is uh, wonderful, I think. Yeah, and if the episode is over an hour or with some of our guests, we've split it into two, uh, much longer, (laughs) then that's fine. That's great. Yeah. There have been some extraordinary people when you think about their ability to talk. People like Barry Cryer and... uh, Danny Baker, just extraordinary people. I think that actually if Danny Baker hadn't needed to go out to lunch mm. on the two occasions that I spoke to him, we did do the recording over two days. Yeah. We did one bit and then we said, well, we'll come back. And that's the second episode. But he just launched straight into it the moment he came back and off we went again. I yeah. think if he hadn't had to interrupt himself, we could have spoken he for another four or five episodes. Yeah, he wouldn't have stopped talking. No, he's no, got he's it there so as many well. Stories. All the stories are fascinating as well. His memory is amazing. Yeah. But even with him, we took bits out because he would start mm-hmm. telling a story and it wouldn't go anywhere or, it, you know, it would trail off and you go, well, we'd just nip it out. Just, you know, yeah. people don't want to need to hear those bits that aren't interesting. No, no, there weren't many, but yeah, that's no, true. Not many, but it did have, even with him, someone like him, you, you get it. And Barry, it would be very interesting to put the episode with Barry Cryer out 
without any of the work that you did on it. Mm. So, for example, Barry Cryer, we recorded in a pub, and it was very noisy. I said to him, is it a quiet pub, Barry? He said, oh, yeah, it'd be lunchtime. It'd be nice and quiet, Mike. And we went in, and right next to us were a group of people, and I think it was a Weatherspoons, and I'm not saying anything about Weatherspoons, but clearly I am. (laughs) And it was very noisy, and they'd been there for quite a while, I think since breakfast. Yeah. Uh, So Sounds like Weatherspoons. That's, yeah, most for other spoons, yeah. We're going to get sued now. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. That, I, I don't think the uh, the chief executive of Weatherspoons is going to subscribe to ACAST, RACAST Plus, <laughs> so we'll be all right. You'll never hear it. So I heard a story about him the other day that actually isn't Weatherspoons the name, not his name, but the name of the bank manager who wouldn't give him a loan to get oh, his yeah, first Oh, yeah, who pub. said that? Someone said that on the podcast. They did, didn't they? Who was that? Was it Elliot Steele? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's funny, though. That's one of the problems as well, isn't it? People say to us, what's your favourite episode or what's the bit you most enjoyed? And because there are so many, they all mix in together. They merge into one, yeah. Mm. And, you know, we hear them a a few times. You hear them, obviously, as you're doing it, and then we do an edit and we listen over it. But then after that, we don't have time to listen back. So we, you know, other people may have listened a few times, possibly. But, yeah, I can't remember... (laughs) <laughs> what anybody chose we should have made a list i think we may have we've spoken about this before we should have done a list of what everybody chose for each person because people yeah. say well what was the most amazing thing someone's chosen or the most interesting you go i don't remember any of no. them <laughs> they've all just merged into one big thing strangely enough the one i remember the most is the very first one is stephen fry yeah so i remember i don't remember all of it but i know he put in his grandfather's wind up Gramophone. Gramophone, yeah. He put in a mint green Hermes ambassador typewriter. He did, yes. Remember that? And a cigarette lighter. Yeah. Um, oh, what else did he put in? I can't remember. He put in, the thing to get rid of was dance, dancing. Dancing, because he's useless at it. So yeah, we nearly remembered it. all of them, but maybe that's because it was the very first one and it was such a an extraordinary thing to do. To sit down, yeah, and think, we were excited. Well, we've never I, yeah. done this before. I don't know if it's going to work. And here is Stephen Fry on the other end of the Zoom meeting. And yeah, exactly. And I think we probably listened to that one a few times, making mm-hmm. sure it was perfect. Yeah, but some of the other ones, 
they uh especially when you not to be rude about anybody but when you get sort of a long you, we've had quite a lot of like comedians because edinburgh's coming up so a lot of comedians are promoting their shows and when you mm. get a lot of comedians um I, in my mind, they've all become the same person. I can't remember <laughs> each individual episode. I remember bits of them, but they may be from different episodes. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They've all Some amazing people, though. I love the fact that as the thing's gone on, fewer and fewer of the people that I speak to I know at all. Yeah. That was unusual when we started. Nearly yeah. everybody I knew in some way or another, which is how we got them on, of course. Yeah, that's how you start. Mm. But then now people are saying, do you want to talk to so-and-so? And you go, yeah, okay, great. Let's find out about them. And some of them had been fantastic. I loved Lindsay Santoro, who was yeah, on yeah. a few weeks ago. She just – well, somebody said I loved her because she laughed at my jokes all the time. That was Hannah, our, my daughter, yeah, your yeah. sister. Yeah, I was going to say our, our daughter, but it's not our daughter. No. No. Um, that doesn't that doesn't even make any sense. That really doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so I've just noticed that my backup that I was doing, John, uh, you haven't seen this yet, but I bought myself, look, I spent some more of your money. Now, what um, is that? It's a two terabyte backup device. All right. And what, because we've been having trouble with Dropbox because we're using old style equipment. Yeah, we can't afford and, to uh, upgrade. Dropbox has gone all modern on us. Bastards. Yeah, and it, it's not working on our operating systems, so we can't use it like we used to and share things because we do a lot of collaboration of sending edits to each other and things. And we were using Dropbox; it was easy peasy. You just load it up on there, and now it's not working on our computers. No, <laughs> so it's uh, a pain. Yeah. So I've been. I thought I'd put everything onto this two terabyte backup disk, and then you could just take it with you and uh, really. But no, now it's failed to load it. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah, things are going really well. Um, it's been weird recently, though, hasn't it? It's been a strange thing to be doing this podcast because normally both of us have time and we're around and we live close to each other and you come to here, to my house, and, you know, we see each other, we can discuss it. But you've been uh, on holiday? Yeah, I went to you... uh, Wales for 10 days with family, mm -hmm. which was great. So before going there, you'd been away, you got a job. Yeah. In Guadeloupe. Yeah, I had to fly off to Guadeloupe, which I think I talk about in a number of the episodes yeah. that are around at the moment. So before all that happened, we had a big rush of going, right, we need to get episodes ready so that when we're away, we don't have mm -hmm. to work on them and they're ready to go and they're all scheduled to go out on time. But now we've got back from holiday and we've not got many episodes ready. So it's a <laughs> bit of a rush. I think, yeah. Today we're recording this on a Friday, and the episode that was that has gone out today, yeah, Rosie will be. I didn't get it finished until maybe it was yesterday or the day before. I think, yeah, it wasn't. Which finished. is difficult as well because we do like to send. But in fact, we always send the episode yeah. to the person in the episode to make sure that they're happy with it. So we really didn't give her much time to. No, know, not really. To but listen. we, yeah, we got very far behind, and then we've got. Monday's episode going out, which is Lou Sanders. Yeah. I mean, it's our own fault. It's our, absolutely our own fault because we chose to do two episodes a week, I mean, which, which to a large extent was a financial decision. Yeah, no, actually, to, I think uh, to, to begin with, actually, I think we did it because um, we started recording episodes over Zoom 
And we were like, oh, they're over Zoom and it's very lockdown. And we thought, oh, it's going to be so lockdown-y that we, you know, we'll put them out as, I think we even called them when we first started putting them out on a Friday as a lockdown special. Oh, yeah. That's why we did it on a Friday because we thought, oh, we've got these episodes. They're just recorded over Zoom. It's just a lockdown thing. This won't last long. (laughs) So we'll just put them out on a Friday. But then, of course, once you put an episode out on a Monday and then a Friday, you get double the downloads, we quickly realised. So you uh, you get more downloads, therefore you get mm-hmm. more income. Yeah. So it was the only way we could afford to make the podcast was by putting them out twice a week. Yeah. So that we had enough money to to be able to afford to make it. It's a difficult thing, isn't it? Because eventually, if we got to the position where lots and lots of people were listening to it, you would be earning reasonably well out of this, and you might not need to put out two a week. But that might affect the number of people who listen. Yeah, then we'd half our downloads <laughs> immediately. <laughs> but also people might say, well, I listened to it because it went out twice a week. And now you've, you know, you're giving up on it almost. Yeah, well, I think there's um, some people like that. But I don't know, some people might not like that. I don't know, they might be like, it's too many. I can't listen to them all. Well, too there are often not people writing to us saying, I can't keep up, I can't keep up. And you say, it's okay, don't worry. You know, yeah. keep up at your own pace. Exactly. And I like all the time coming across people who who do it in their own way. <laughs> There's somebody on Twitter who at the moment is listening to them in reverse. Oh, so right. he listened to the one that went out, thought, oh, like that. So he listened to the one before it, and, just, and then he yeah, listened to the one go before down the it. List. He's, he's just got to episode 200, which is me. Yeah. Which is me talking, being interviewed by Richard Herring. And he said... I've got to 200. Shall I listen to that or should I go to 199 and save it for the end? And I said, if I were you, I'd skip it. I've probably told all those anecdotes in other episodes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I know. It's got some unique stuff in there. It's good. It's a good episode. Oh, well. It's nearly as good as my episode. Nearly as good. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. But, you know, overall, it's been it's been hard work, but it's been great fun. And I'm looking forward to seeing who comes up in the future. It's always yeah. interesting when you get names mentioned to you. Have you done this person? And you say, yes, we have. Yeah, <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, them. exactly, yeah. Well, there's so many there, it's easy to miss them. But at the moment, people are saying names to us, and you think, no, I haven't. No, why haven't I done that person? And they are often people that I, I do know. Mm. So, you know, there are some names buzzing around at the moment that we might talk to, which will be great, I think, if we get them. I'm happy yeah. to say who they are, in fact, if you don't mind me doing that, John. Uh, if if you want. Well, I don't even know okay. who they are. That's yeah. telling me well, as well. We've had a long-term promise from Jason Manford. Oh, yeah. Yes, And have, he yeah. is probably the busiest man in the world. Mm-hmm. But every time I see him or we coincide on social media, he says, I'm really sorry, Mike, soon, soon, I promise. So that'll be that'll be fantastic. Be, yeah, I think he's an amazing man. Yeah. So there's that, and then we've got a few people, possibly some more people from the cast of Ghosts. Yeah. Going to come on and do it. That'll be uh, good. Yeah. And Turi King, who was the brilliant person we spoke to a couple of well, a couple of months ago, isn't it? The one who well, helped discover Richard the Third, was it the Third? Yeah. Yeah. Richard in, the Third in the car park in Leicester. So she has now put me on to Stacey Dooley. Oh, great. I know. And her husband, Kevin Clifton. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mm. cool. Of course. there we go. I didn't know that. 
Ah, got news for you. Have I got news for you? Yeah, well, I've just, as we've been speaking, I've just got an email mm-hmm. <laughs> telling me that uh, Mary Beard is what? not available. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, Mary would be happy to do this at some point, but it won't be this year, as her diary is completely full. Please email again yeah. in the new year and we'll see if we can do it. Also, that's all right. That's a possibility. Yes. They're lovely. I mean, I'm always disappointed. It's, it's horrible when people die, obviously, but I'm always disappointed if it was a possibility that they might have come on the podcast. Mm. And uh, I have been in touch, I was in touch, with Michael Parkinson's son. Uh, but then I should think, actually, that's the last thing we should worry about at a time like this, the loss of a great man like that. Uh, he's been, he was part of my entire life, really, I think, Michael Parkinson. And I'm really delighted to say, you don't, you probably don't know this, but I worked with him once a long time right. ago. Mm. I did With Great Pleasure, which is a Radio 4 yeah. program. And uh, he chose the literary things that he most enjoyed and then... I and I think possibly Rebecca Front read them out. And we did it in front of an audience, which is quite daunting because he gave me a Philip Larkin poem to read, The Whitson Wedding, which is a beautiful poem uh, and not the one that starts with, they fuck you up, your mum and dad. So (laughs) it was quite a sweet poem. But I had to do it in front of an audience, live. And reading poetry is one of the hardest things. Mm-hmm. Reading literature, there's a flow to it, but poetry is so precise. And so I was really, really nervous. But he was just charming about it, delightful. So that's a, a memory that I have of him, very brief. But he was just the most natural and normal and delightful man. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, it is sad when you get the thoughts of having someone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Someone come on as well. You know, we we were talking to uh, Bernard Cribbings, weren't we? Yeah, before we were. he died, and that would have been just lovely. Ah, that's really sad. Yeah, yeah. God, I would have loved to have spoken to Bernard Cribbings. I met him once. He's one of the few people in my life I've asked for his autograph. Yeah, yeah. I just met him, was chatting to him, and I said, "I'm really sorry, but could you sign this for me?" He went, "Yeah, of course." You know, lovely. Oh well. That would have been nice. Never mind. And I said to him, well, let's have a cup of tea. He said, shut it, stop it. <laughs> I didn't really, but, you know, in my head I did. Yeah. 
There you are. Well, so so that's um, that's our hello and introduction for the first of our what are they called, John? My time capsule, the debrief. My time capsule. Are we going with that? They won't all be like this of just us talking about <laughs> random things. We we will talk about more specific things in them. I think, won't we? We'll talk about perhaps the episodes that have gone out in the last couple of weeks and Mm -hmm. things that happened in them that people may not know about in the process and then just anything else that comes to mind that is relevant to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And anyone else who knows me. That's how people normally finish things on the radio, isn't it? Do they? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) They do on Ken Bruce all the time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. There you are. All right, lovely. Keep well, everyone. See you soon. Thank you for listening very, very much. Thank you.